Previously on Newsbreak, Lotus FM. When we were in the midst of unrest, what normally happens when we respond to trauma is our body goes into flight, fight or freeze mode, which most of us might have alternated between last week. It's flight mode, which means either overworking or avoiding it in some way by distracting ourselves fighting where we get angry, we get upset, we react, and this is where we've seen communities come together to protect themselves and protect their families and loved ones from the threat. Or freeze mode, which some of us must still be in, where we're feeling demotivated, uh, just paralyzed from being able to really do anything and being unproductive during this time. So post-traumatic stress disorder is something we would worry about. Often a post-traumatic stress disorder is diagnosed if symptoms persist for over 30 days after exposure to the trauma. So it's a bit premature to be talking about it, but I have no doubt that we're going to see an increase in PTSD. So what we want to do is to deal with it where we are right now. Right now, the focus is on rebuilding, rebuilding the economy, yes. rebuilding broken infrastructure, rebuilding you know businesses that have been looted. But how do we deal with this in a way in which we'll be able to process the trauma and process what we've gone through as a people, as individuals? In order to recover from trauma, uh, you know, psychologists uh, believe in three phases of trauma recovery. The first one is building a sense of safety and security and stabilization. So firstly, that's our physical safety, ensuring that we feel safe in our homes, in our community, in our workplaces, if we go to a shopping mall. A sense of personal and emotional safety that we have safe people we can speak to about our feelings and feeling safe within our own bodies that we are using coping mechanisms uh, that are safer. So, for example, not turning to substances during this time, that we're talking about our feelings, that we're feeling our feelings and being able to acknowledge what we have been through. Following that, we, we go through a grieving process. It's remembering, grieving and mourning what we have lost in this. So it's important for us to allow ourselves to grieve, to acknowledge the losses, to be kind to ourselves in that space. So to feel sad, to cry, to feel disappointed and feel the feelings. And only when we've been through those stages can we get to the point of finding some new positive experiences of reconnecting and reintegrating the world after the trauma with acknowledging that it's happened and it's changed us but also refusing to be defined by that trauma. You know, just as a final question, the fact of the matter is South Africans are dealing with a lot of anger. We're hearing about racial tensions in particular communities. Uh, There's a deep sense of uh, anger among many South Africans over what has transpired. Talk to us about how to deal with that collective anger because there's also a sense that a lot of this is coming from undealt with issues from the apartheid era as well. So I think the anger that we feel is very natural. Anger is a very surface emotion. It's what we show. Although we're emotional and understandably so, we've got to also take a logical stance to balance the emotions with logic. Not being outwardly influenced. Of course, we do need to speak to others, but we need to be mindful about what we're exposing ourselves to on social media, for example, because not everything that we read is factual. News break. Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.